0: Once there was a family who lived in a place that provided them with everything they needed. They were a new family, and like lots of new families, there were just two people, in their case a man and a woman. They lived in this wild and beautiful place with many other creatures and with the one who made the wild place. And In some ways, this one who made everything was part of their family, too. It was a good life. The woman and the man, they loved the creatures and took care of each other and were cared for by the one who made it all. But sometimes they were hungry. Not for food, but for something more. They longed to be more, or to know more, or to have more. It was hard to say, except that they experienced longing as well as joy and communion and care. The maker knew this longing and warned them that it is dangerous to satiate such a longing on their own. You will find me, the maker said. Just be patient. You will have and be and know more in time. Their longing was like a fruit hanging right in the center of their wild and beautiful home, just out of reach. They waited, but the man and the woman They were impatient. One day, when they felt like they just couldn't wait any longer, their impatience became so great that it wound around them, taking the form of a snake. And it spoke. Look, it said to them, why wait? What you want is right there. Take it. Eat it. God knows you can satiate your longing without the one who made you. The woman spoke first and said, But we were told to wait, and our maker has always taken care of us. Look, said the snake, maybe your maker is tricking you, holding you back. Look how amazing it would be to know more and to have more and to be more in this very moment. You wouldn't have to be hungry anymore. It was hard to argue with. So the woman took the fruit and she gave it to the man and they ate. And with that, The communion between the man and the woman, between people and the creatures, between the people and the wild and beautiful place, and between the people and the one who made them, it broke. They were still hungry, but it was different now. They were hungry to know more and to be more and to have more, but they were also lonely now. Now they were hungry for what they had lost. The maker still took care of the people, but impatience breeds impatience. And it got harder and harder for the people to wait and trust in God. Ages and ages and ages passed. The creatures of the Maker had long since moved out of the wild and beautiful place and were now as many as the grains of sand by the sea and the stars that shine in the night. And they were still hungry. They still settled for all kinds of fruit that didn't really satisfy their hunger for closeness with their Creator. Finally, a child was born. The child was the beloved one of God. He grew up into a man, and one day when the time was right, the beloved one of God walked out of the river and knew that he needed to go away. He needed to be someplace where he could listen, and a voice inside of him led him away from all the people gathered at the river into a place where no one else was, way out in the desert. The beloved one wanted to listen even more closely, so he fasted for days and days and days. And then when he was hungrier than he had ever been before in his life, he heard a voice. But there was not a single person anywhere nearby. And it was a familiar voice, but one that he couldn't quite place. You must be starving. If you really are the Beloved One, why don't you command these stones to become bread so that you could eat? The Beloved One knew that he could, and he was so hungry. He also knew that he was not alone in his hunger, that God would provide. To that subtle voice within, he replied with a different part of the sacred story. Human beings do not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from God. In the next moment, the beloved one found himself on the highest point of the tallest tower of the temple, overlooking all of Jerusalem. There was nothing at all between him and And the stones, hundreds of feet below. Again, the voice from within spoke to him. If you really are the beloved one, jump. The sacred stories say that you could command the angels to catch you. That they have to carry you in their arms so that you don't even crush your toe on a stone. Weak with hunger, dizzy from looking down from the tip of the tower, the beloved one desperately wanted to be able to fall into the arms of the angels so that nothing would ever hurt him. But he knew that this was not the way of God. To the voice from within, he told a different part of the sacred story. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And then all at once, he was standing on a high, high mountain. And from this peak, the voice showed the beloved one all of the realms of the world, all that ever were and all that ever would be. He saw all of the beauty and all of the splendor and all of the power. It took his breath away. And that whisper from within came once more. I will let you control all the world if you will fall at my feet and worship me. With that much power, surely the beloved one could do so much good. He could rule. Nothing could stop him. And then he remembered who he was. And it all became clear. And in an instant, he recognized that voice. Get away from me, opposer of the Most High. The sacred stories tell us that the Maker is the only one worthy of worship, the only one to be served. And then all of a sudden, the voice was gone. And angels surrounded the beloved one and cared for him. The beloved one returned to the world of people and places that he had left behind. He began to do the work of the maker and to show people that the realm of the Lord God was here. Now. And his biggest test was still ahead of him. Ages and ages and ages past until now there is a community of people who together try to live into the promise of the beloved one. Year after year after year, this community of people remembers the stories of the first family's wild and beautiful place and of the beloved one's time in the desert. We keep telling these stories Because there still are false promises. Promises that seem to offer us everything while asking little of us. They are like beautiful fruit hanging just out of our reach. In the center of our homes, in the center of our families, in the center of our hearts. We tell these stories because we still find it hard to trust that if we open ourselves up to one another and to the sacred stories and to the Creator, that it will be enough. The impatient, insistent whisper beckons us to create whatever we want, to command what gets in our way and control what we feel we need. The voices within and around shift the ground beneath us until we are not sure where we stand any longer. We need to take time to listen. Every member of this community of the Beloved One knows what it is like to get into the longing that winds its way around our hearts And whispers those false promises. We know what it is like to eat and eat and eat. And then hunger for what we have lost. But this community of the beloved one is not alone in our hunger. Because we have listened. Truly listened before. For God walked with the first family in the wild and beautiful place. And God walked with the beloved one in the wilderness. And God walks with us in the wilds of what we face. And the maker has never stopped caring for us. This is why we return to the wild and beautiful place and to the desert each time we come together at the start of this journey. We listen to each other. We encourage one another. We love each other. Together we practice waiting and trusting in God. And so now is the time to learn from our longings instead of being controlled by them. Now is the time to let go of the whispers that say you can get there without God. Now is the time to trust that the realm of God is here now.